Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're back in the Gospel of Mark today, chapter 10, starting in verse 17. As Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem, a man came running up to him, knelt down, and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good, Jesus asked. Only God is truly good. But to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. You must not cheat anyone. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, the man replied, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. There's still one thing you haven't done, he told him. Go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At this, the man's face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. This this amazed them. But Jesus said again, Dear children, it is very hard to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved, they asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. Everything is possible with God. Then Peter began to speak up. We've given up everything to follow you, he said. Yes, Jesus replied. And I assure you that everyone who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or property for my sake and for the good news will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property along with persecution. And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. But many who are the greatest now will be the least important then, and those who seem least important now will be the greatest then. I want to focus on the interaction that Jesus has with this man as he is on his way to Jerusalem, as Mark records this journey of Jesus now, this final approach to this great city and ultimately his uh, his betrayal and his death. As Jesus is leaving now to head to Jerusalem, this religious teacher comes up and asks Jesus this tremendous question. And we know that this is a religious teacher from Luke chapter 18, verse 18, Luke's account of this same interaction. And both Matthew and Luke record this along with Mark. He seems to know his way around this kind of discussion, right? This is something that this man has probably asked other religious teachers, looking for some kind of validation for the way he's living his life. This is not the first time Jesus has been asked this question as well. We have to go back to Luke chapter 10 with the parable of the Good Samaritan to see that another religious leader, an expert of Jewish law, is asking him, which is the most important commandment? And he is asking, uh, you know, highlighting, and Jesus spends this time then and launches into, well, one of the commandments is loving your neighbor as yourself. That summarizes the law along with loving your God with your whole being. This is, uh, you get the sense here that this is a common question that people are asking, especially amongst the Jewish teachers and experts of religious law. Now, this would be a little concerning to you, right? I think for me personally, if somebody that was teaching me, if someone was supposed to be an expert in this kind of teaching, if they were instructing you, you would maybe be a little concerned at the fact that they were asking this kind of question. Maybe they're trying to get a sense for Jesus' perspective on this. You know, maybe they're uncertain and looking for answers to be able to teach on this a little bit better 
with the people that they are interacting with. Maybe even they're hoping to sharpen what they believe to be true. And that happens sometimes when you start debating and discussing with other people what they believe to be true. And it affirms or even changes or alters your convictions. So maybe this guy is trying to do any of these, but I don't think that's his attitude. I think from what we see and how we see his response to Jesus' interaction with him is that this guy is looking for validation from Jesus. He wants Jesus to be able to approach him and says, well, you followed the commandments, right? Surely you're good enough. I mean, what else can anybody else do? You've, you've done all of this since you were a child. Yeah, you're probably fine, right? This is something that if he's been asking other religious teachers, they would have asked him similar questions, but they, they, would, have, he would, have, they would have come up with the same conclusion. Well, yeah, if anybody's getting into the kingdom of heaven, it's you, right? You're the one who has this all together. You've been following the law for this long. Yeah, don't worry about it. Jesus here, though, points out that this man, as he points out, well, here's the commandments, right? Love your, honor your father and mother. Don't commit adultery. And he starts going through the list and the man's like, yep, check, check, check. And Jesus looks at this man with incredible amount of love and says, all right, you're following these commandments. Let's go to the very beginning. How are you doing on this? And he calls into question what this man owns and says, give it up sell it and don't even keep any of the money, give all of that to the poor and then come and follow me. And the man leaves very sad. He hangs his head and kind of does this Charlie Brown, woe was me shuffle away from Jesus. And the response of this, Jesus loves this man incredibly because he knows how this man is going to respond. Jesus is pointing out that the very first commandment is one that he has broken. No other gods before me is the first commandment. And this man's value and his pride and his possessions has turned what he owns into his God. His God is not just his possessions as well. It's his own righteousness. And this man's confidence and security is in how good he is. And Jesus is showing him here that you're not as good as you think you are. This man's reaction to Jesus' teaching shocks the disciples. And Jesus here points out, you know, if this man is one of the best in our society has to offer. This is why the disciples are kind of astonished and shocked and maybe even a little scared, right? Because if there's no hope for him, what hope do any of the rest of us have? You know, we, we've done all that we can, but you know, we don't have our lives together, not like this guy. And if he's having trouble, if he's going to be facing difficulties, what hope is there for us? Jesus validates, right? And Peter, <laughs> I think, rightly comes to his defense of his actions like we've we've done what you said we left everything we sold that we, we, we we're following you like please please tell us if that's good enough and jesus says yes like this is this is what it's about it's not about your possessions it's not about your money it's not about your riches or power or fame or spiritual proudness it's about faith jesus is showing us here that if you give up your life you will receive several times that in you give up sometimes people have to give up their families in order to follow jesus And in doing that, they gain a larger family of the community of the church, the larger community of believers. Jesus validates the disciples' obedience and faith in him and says that the kingdom of God is completely unlike anything else that we're used to. The kingdom of God prioritizes faith and not not anything else that the world or any of the other kingdoms of the world prioritizes. So the question we are left to discuss and think about today is, are you looking for validation from others? Or is your faith resting in God alone? Thanks for listening to Epistle. 
You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistol. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.